Welcome to Process to Profitability, a podcast all about the tools and strategies you need to serve your clients and grow your small business, hosted by me, Samantha Mabe of Lemon in the Sea. Join me as I chat with creative entrepreneurs and small business owners about how they built and grew their businesses and how you can do the same in a way that fits you. Let's get started. Hi, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Process to Profitability. Today, it's just me, and I'm going to be talking all about offering services that other people either won't or don't offer. Now, I know that this can be a little bit of a controversial topic because a lot of us as small business owners, especially in the online world, have heard over and over again that we need to be creating packages or something that makes it really easy for our clients to hire us in the way that we want to work. But I am looking at this from a slightly different angle, focused on serving our clients and customers well. Now, if you've been to my website or you know anything about my design business, you know that I offer design packages both for branding and website design as well as for both combined. But I have found that over time, there are so many people out there who are looking for smaller design work that they need to have done, that they are willing to pay for, but they don't need a full design package. So I have found that by offering one-time services for a higher fee than I would normally charge, I can serve people in my industry and in the online space really well. I can do work that I enjoy, that is easy for me to do, and I can make a decent um, profit at doing that. And so I want you to start thinking outside of the box when it comes to your industry. This could look different for everybody depending on the services or products that you offer. But I think it's important that we start considering the advice that we're getting online and whether it actually makes sense for what it is that we're trying to do. For example, I know that when I started my business, I started everything as an a la carte option. You could pick anything that I offered, bundle it together, I would give you a slight discount for more services, and we would go from there. And I found that that didn't work for me, and so I started packaging things together. And here are some of the pros to creating packages. It's a whole lot easier to know how long something is going to take you if you are consistently doing the same work. It's also a lot easier to explain to someone what it is that you offer and the value that they're going to get if you are offering the same thing to every client. And many people recommend that you have three different packages, which can cover a range of options. So for me, that is brand design, website design, and then a combination, but it could also be a small, medium, and large package. And it does make it really easy to explain what it is that you offer. It makes it really simple for clients to know whether or not you're going to give them what they need. And it gives you a way to more easily predict the income that you're going to see in your business because you can estimate how long a project is going to take, split those payments out over the length of that project, 
and then invoice people regularly, which makes it really simple for you to know when income is coming in and makes it really simple for your clients to know when they're going to have to pay you because it's going to be consistent instead of, I'm going to do this project, you have to pay me at the end, and that could be two weeks from now or it could be two months from now, which can be a little bit scary for them because they aren't sure what it is that they are getting into when they're hiring an expert. But I've also found that there are a couple of cons to offering packages if you're not willing to sort of break your own rules. And that is when you have someone who might be a dream client who is requesting to work with you or just posting in a Facebook group, but they only need a little bit of help. If you are only willing to offer your full packages, they can't hire you. Now, this happens to me a lot because I offer Squarespace design and many people have DIY'd their Squarespace websites, which I'm a big fan of for those just starting out. And so they don't need a full redesign on their website. They like the way that it looks, they like the way that it functions, and they're just looking to get a couple of things customized or updated that they haven't been able to figure out on their own. In those situations, most Squarespace designers won't touch those projects. Not because they can't help, or not because they don't care about those people, but because they want to, to stick to the packages that they've created. And I totally get that. But by thinking outside of those packages, I have been able to reach out to those people and say, you know what, I can help you with this, I can offer you an hourly rate. It is going to be higher than my normal hourly rate, but I can pull this together very quickly. I know what I'm doing because I've had experience in it, and you don't have to worry about spending hours trying to figure it out on your own. I think that can be a great compromise for your business, especially when you're just starting out and you're trying to build up a client base. Because even if you can't use their full project in your portfolio that you're sharing, you can certainly get some great testimonials and some great referrals from those people. So here's what I would recommend. Take a look at the standards in your industry. What is it that people have told you over and over again you need to do as far as offering services or products? and then take a look at what people are actually requesting. Now there hopefully will be a lot of people who want to and need to work with you in the way that you have set up your business. But there could be people out there who want to work with you in a way that's a little bit different, that could still benefit both you and those clients if you could be a little bit flexible on how you work. So here is how I would recommend you set that up. If you see someone who is requesting something that isn't in your normal packages, you can reach out to them and say, I don't normally offer this, so it's not on my website, but I have an hourly rate at which we can work together. And this is what it would take, this is an estimate of how long, and here's how we can get started. I found that this works really well for quick projects that I can turn around very fast and that I get to learn a little bit as I go, but I can also serve them well in something that they're not an expert at. 
For other types of businesses, this can look different. So if you are a photographer and you normally just offer weddings or families or portrait sessions, that's totally fine. And you have probably packaged those up so that you have a session and then you offer certain packages for the products and prints that they get. I think that makes a ton of sense as far as a business goes because you are helping people see what it is that they need, what it is that they might be able to use, and then you are creating a package in a way that it's going to make you a profit while you're still serving your audience. But if you're just starting out in business, sometimes it's hard to make a living with just those types of clients. So I have a friend who is a wedding and senior photographer, but she also does commercial photography on the side. It's a really great way for her to make some extra money and work with some amazing clients, and she just doesn't offer it as something that she shows on her website. So if a corporate client reaches out to her, she can send them a packet of information about how she works with um, different offices, what those rates would look like, what it means to get the photo releases for those as opposed to for a family session. And she can book some really great work that she loves doing, that pays her really well, but it's not what it she set out to do on her website. It's not the packages that she normally offers. And I get it. This can be a little bit scary because when you start thinking outside of the box of your industry, you aren't quite sure how that's going to be received, right? It could be that other people are going to dislike that you're offering services that they won't. Or it could mean that you're going to find a lot of clients who don't value your work. And that's something you're going to have to experiment with. But if you're willing to actually take a look at what it is that people are asking for and see how you could turn that into some more profit in your business, it's a great way to build client relationships that can then grow into something else in the future. What happens when you serve clients in the way that they need to be served? So whether you're offering a one-off service that you don't normally offer, whether you're working with a corporate client that normally you wouldn't um, bring on and show in your portfolio, is that those people are going to remember that you stepped outside the box for them, that you did really great work, and they might hire you in the future or refer you to other people because they know the work that you want, they know the way that you work, and they can be a great referral for you, or they may hire you themselves. You really never know. This is a topic that I am super passionate about, um, and not just in the packages that we're creating. So the other way to offer services that other people don't is to look outside of what I have been referring to as the creative bubble. If you have spent very much time online, you may have noticed that there are a lot of creative entrepreneurs out there who are offering services to other creative entrepreneurs. And there's nothing wrong with that. But it does leave us in this weird bubble where the only people we ever talk to are doing the same work as we are. So what does this look like? 
For me, it looks like I am offering brand and website design to creative entrepreneurs. Those people that I'm working for might be a coach or a photographer who works with other creative entrepreneurs. And that client might then work with creatives in a different way. So it's like we're all in this big circle. We're teaching and serving each other, which is a great thing. I want us to keep building up this industry and this area of business. I think it's so important. But what you don't want to do is get stuck in only serving those types of clients if you're going to be able to serve other clients just as well. So for me, this looks like taking on an accountant or an agronomist who works with soil and plants, in addition to wedding planners and photographers and other creatives. It's not that I don't want to work with creative entrepreneurs. It's just that I want to get outside of that industry sometimes because there are so many small business owners who need our services and really don't know where to turn to. And if we're only ever teaching and serving each other, eventually we're going to run out of people to serve because everybody's going to have a fantastic website. They're all going to have fantastic photography. And then we're going to be looking to the new people coming in. And yes, let's teach them. Let's serve them. That's fantastic. I really want us to be able to build each other up. But when you're looking at who your dream client is, when you're looking at how you're putting packages together, consider stepping outside of just saying creative entrepreneur or online business owner and seeing who else could benefit from those exact same services and those exact same packages that might not be in all of the Facebook groups that we're hanging out in. That is going to take a little bit of extra networking and stepping outside of our comfort zone, but it can be a great way to grow a business in a way that is sustainable and serves people well. And the biggest part of doing this in a way that grows your business is to serve any client you have well and not just clients but your audience members so the people that are engaging with you on social media the people that are commenting on your blog or emailing you with questions no you don't have to give away super top secret information for free i don't encourage you to be you know sharing all of the tips of the trade with everyone out there but you can give them some great information and great resources when they ask for them so that in the future they might come back to you because they know that you are in this business to serve people well and to make those people your priority. So this was a bit of a shorter episode than my normal interview episodes will be, but I think it's an important one because you need to think about how you can step outside of the industry norms in your business and do things a little bit differently, whether that is offering services or products that other people tend to shy away from, or if it's working with people outside of what you normally think of as your dream client. And as you do these things, you're going to find that you will learn whether or not those tips and techniques will work for your business. But until you do it, you don't know whether you're going to enjoy it or not, or if those clients are actually going to be dream clients. 
So I would encourage you to experiment a little and just push yourself outside of your comfort zone. Try something new and see how it works out. Don't commit yourself to anything long term yet, but if you see someone who could use your services posting in a Facebook group, reach out to them and see if you can work something out. Of course, you should still be earning money to cover all of your work or something equivalent in trade. I'm not saying to just give things away for free, but you might find that by offering a smaller service like customization or just a little bit of a coaching session, you can hit a whole new niche of people that need your help and wouldn't be able to afford your normal packages and work with you on a longer term or larger project. So I totally hope that you will take away from this that you have to figure out how to do business your own way. Even if it seems like everybody else has it figured out and doing it a certain way works for everyone, that's not true. Unfortunately, we all have to figure this out for ourselves. And so I encourage you to experiment, figure it out, get in there and learn what it is that lights you up and what you love doing. I am so excited to continue this journey from process to profitability with you. And I've got some great guests lined up that will be coming on the podcast soon. So I hope you will stick around and learn from us. And if you ever have any questions, feel free to reach out to me at Samantha at lemon and the Thanks for listening to process to profitability. Please take a minute to leave an honest review in iTunes so that I can help more small business owners and creative entrepreneurs find the show.